you don't use that song <laughs> on the cover of the Rolling Stone. I'm going to be highly upset. <laughs> Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And uh, this is another one of our mixed bag episodes of... Alan went, hey, you want to record? I went, great, what are we recording? I have and no idea. He was so. like, I don't know. We're just going to The first thing we're going to talk about here, and this was brought to my attention because, and I, I'm going to go ahead and give the source of where I found out about this, but in the meantime, I actually have gone and read some of this okay. stuff. Where was like, the well, source? I originally heard from this from another podcast, which is uh, Your Favorite Band Sucks. Okay. Uh, have you, you ever listened to those guys? You need to. I love them because they take the piss out of everything. Okay. So I mean, tell me, tell me about the podcast. Give us a the podcast, brief synopsis. Most people probably probably already know about it, but it's it's literally that. It's a uh, Tyler Mahan Co. Uh, it's uh, David Allen Co.'s son, and it's the guy that did that does um, 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 rhinestones and cocaine. That podcast by Country oh, Music. Okay? okay. It's him and one of his buddies, and literally like every week they like talk about how different bands suck and there is no one who's off limits they've taken on the beatles they've taken on i mean they've <clears> taken <throat> on radiohead they've taken on i mean they've taken on the stones they've taken on u2 they've taken on uh madonna i mean they, they've gone after everybody on you this say show. this is david allen co's son yeah and it's, it's really it's they, one of those things he, that he needs to take on his own father then. well yeah there, there could be some of that too but <laughs> anyway but they did their last episode was it was called r.i.p rock or RIP music or something like that. And they were talking about a couple of things, the whole hypnotized thing or hypnosis thing I was telling you about, about this. this How now Rogers has become the devil. Right. Yeah. They're trying to buy up every, all these royalties. You know, the, tell, tell folks a little bit about that. That one. I haven't done as much research on it. Basically what it is, it's a new project. It's a new um, company company that's, that's basically given a, a 10 year advance on, on uh, royalties based on the previous year or whatever, and then outright buying the rights to all these songs. For 10 years, like, say, for... Yeah, I mean, like, it's Like, say, whatever, he goes you know? to Ozzy Osbourne and says, I'll give you such amount of money for on your... Right. A, a lump sum, basically, yeah. you know, type thing. So, basically, he's become the J.G. Wentworth but, of the yeah, music but industry. Then you, but then the artists have no... Like, no control over their music from, there, from that point forward. For, like, a decade. No, they're buying them outright. They're buying. This yeah. is this isn't as like far a, as I'm this concerned. Isn't... No, no, no. This isn't a. Hey, we're going to give you ten years worth. It's like no, we're going to give you ten years worth of a lump sum for the rights to your music. Like we're going to own them now. We're going to own your publishing. I thought it was like a ten year lease. No, no. So they're they're literally buying an artist catalog. Mm-hmm. For a ten-year royalties right. lump and like, sum, and again, it's one of those things. You know, somebody like Ozzy might get it, you know, because of, you know, might get a, a large amount because of how much money he might. But then, like a lesser band, like a band like I like, like Dolls, yeah, probably obviously doesn't make as much money on the royalties. And so, therefore, if they sold, it would be one of those things where it's like, okay, well, here's a check for a couple million dollars. And it's like, well, but what if one of my, what if one of their, one of our songs gets used in a commercial? Well, they don't get any of that now because so this company is using is getting all the They're basically going out and buying up yeah, music they're buying catalogs. Out publishing is what it is. Yeah, they're buying people's publishing is what it what it comes. See, to I understood it to be like a lease for the amount of no. the years no, no, that no, they. No, no. Give and them. here's the thing: go and do your own research on this because I I have not on this particular issue. Now, the other issue that they talked about was what's going on with Rolling Stone magazine. Okay, so I went. I pulled this. this What's is, called Rolling Stone? This is this is from the Guardian, which has been on the decline as far for as I'm concerned. Magazines since, have been on the decline for yeah. a long time, but Rolling Stone itself has been really on the decline for a while. Now it's one of those things that if That's you go into some place, suck. 
but they also have the name recognition that they they a lot of times like if you go to a grocery store or someplace like that you know walgreens and one of those places this will probably be the only music quote-unquote music magazine on the uh on the same because so many other ones have gone under or they've gone digital one of the two i can honestly say i've never bought a copy because i've always thought they sucked i i will get into that somewhere I used to like Rolling Stone. I haven't liked them in probably 15 years yeah, or, or more, you know, uh, because they got way too away from what they should be covering. Yeah. And they, they all of a sudden they want to be a political magazine rather than a music magazine. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, there's already enough of those out there. We don't need another one. That goes to this, though. This is from The Guardian. This was published in January of this year. Okay. okay. Here's the headline. Rolling Stone seeks, quote, thought leaders, unquote, End quote. Yeah. Willing to pay $2,000 to write for them. So they're basically looking for influencers to write something. Did you catch what that said, though? Yeah. No. They're not paying the influencers $2,000. The influencers are paying Rolling Stone Magazine $2,000 to have their article published. That's the part you missed. Wait, read that again. Rolling Stone seeks thought leaders willing to pay $2,000 to write for them. Yes. That's it. I'm out. Yep. I'm out. It says, Rolling Stone Magazine. This is, this is again, from The Guardian. This is by uh, Archie Bland, is the, is the writer. Rolling Stone Magazine is offering thought leaders the chance to write for its website if they are willing to pay $2,000 to, quote, shape the future of culture, end quote. Yes, that is now we are we are legitimately in the pay to play like we've seen that in music before, well, especially here in Nashville, you know, where it's one of those things where, like, you know, there's well, in all the major cities, it's been that way for a long time. It's kind of one of those if you're a new band is like, yeah, you can come play, but you have to pay us. Yeah, uh, they call it up a a, a a production charge. And it's like, yeah, you pay us this much, and if we get more than that at the door, then you know you get everything on top of it or something, you know, type yeah. thing. And it's like, so basically, what you're saying is that you want to take the door up to a certain point, and then if there's anything left over, then you know the artists get it. Yeah. Which it's funny how like you know with Rolling Stone, we're talking about writers, okay? It's funny how like writers, musicians, artists, it, it's all the arts, all that. So anything, anything in the creative arts, okay? Yeah is it's people are always trying to figure out a way to like oh we'll, we'll give you exposure yeah that, that's always the bs that well, we'll give you exposure yeah photography anything Film, web design filmmakers all videographers, kinds of stuff it's like hey well this will look editors. good on, this will look good on your resume I'm like screw you you're gonna pay me because i know what i'm worth yeah. you know that's uh you know that again we've talked about this before i'm not a money guy when it comes to playing music like i just want to i want to go and get on stage and play and get my stuff and leave. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's, or, you know, hang out or whatever it is, but I want to go do a, I don't care about negotiating contracts. I don't care about, you know, any of that kind of BS. Which and is unfortunately the, why you've got me around. <laughs> you and I had, and I acknowledged that a long time ago. I am not yeah. that person. I need somebody to come in and say, okay, this is what we're set here. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I just need you to say, okay, where, when do I get on stage? That's it. Yeah, I'm kind of like that with a lot of stuff, though. especially it's, when it comes to, when it comes to creativity. You and know, if, and, as I've always said, you are the diva of the group. 
it's got nothing to do with being about being a diva. It's just <laughs> it's got more to do with the fact it's like I would play music for nothing because I love doing it. Yeah. Okay. But on the flip side of that, I absolutely hate these clubs that these venues that would be like. Okay, you get to come in, and we're not going to pay you anything. You're going to exposure. We'll screw you. I don't do it. That's fine. We'll get somebody else to come in here who will do it. And that's part of the problem also yeah. is that there's always someone else who's willing to come in and do it. My ex is a makeup artist. Okay, yeah. Now, she, over the last 12 years, built up a, a really good... Like a, a really good, you know, like base as well as a reputation, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Client put base, together, put together a really good business, that, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. But she even told me that back when she first got started, that people yeah. were always like, "Oh, well, this will look good on your, this will look good in your portfolio." Blah, blah, blah. And she said that there, that she did that in the very beginning for a short amount of time. Yeah. And then was like, "No, not no more." Like whenever somebody would come back to her, like I already did one for my portfolio with yeah. you. Now I get paid. Which is good, you know. Okay, I get that, but it's one of those things that you know. I'm like, no, that's that's a good business plan. But I'm just, I'm not geared that way. I, I'm not. When I work, you know, like you know, I, we've talked. I don't know if we've talked about this. I, you know, I do like, um, you know, I, I do like home repairs and stuff. You know, I do a lot yeah. of kind of stuff like you know, kind of handyman type stuff. I mean, I've been doing that since I was 18 years old. I am still like part of the reason I've never gone out on my own to do that stuff is that I am, I will completely underbid a project. <laughs> I mean, I've com- seen you do completely it completely underbid stuff where it's like, Oh wow, I'm going to wind up losing money on this thing. You know? Yeah. Because again, it's that whole like, no, I enjoy doing the work, but it's like, I really do need somebody to say, no, this is how much yeah. it's worth, you know, type stuff. So yeah, it, it's getting back in that. But yeah, that's, the state of Rolling Stone magazine now. They're is wanting that, people to pay them, to pay to them put, money to put their article under the, under the yeah. guise of you'll be able to say that you wrote for Rolling Stone magazine. Uh. Yeah, you know. Now again, magazines have been on the way out for years and years. I mean, they're they're they are. Let's see if I can get this this point. They are a a debtor. Because more dead's not correct. <laughs> they Where, where's my wife? The I know it's like eater. they. Let's put it this way: they're a lot close to being completely gone. Yeah. Than television, but they're both dead media that doesn't that refuses to to go away. You're talking about over the air television, right? Right. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, like CBS, NBC, ABC. You know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's like they don't they don't realize. No, you're on the way out. You've been on the way out for years. Yeah. And you're still trying to do things the old way. Again, you remember when there was a writer's strike back yep. in 07 that, that ultimately killed several television well, shows? It because, killed one of my favorites, which Chuck. One? No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Chuck was in its first season when that when that happened. It must have been the second strike. No. Chuck ended because the ratings fell off. They no, they got, Chuck was a great show. They got caught in the middle of the strike. In the first season, right. Well, because the thing is, is that they 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 stopped episodes in like November of '07, and they didn't come back until like May of '08. Yeah, and like a lot now, there were other shows that did like, um, um, there was a there was a, a it was only two two seasons, but it was a show on ABC called um, Dirty Filthy Money that had um, yeah that one should have died anyway, dude. That was a good show. I don't oh. know what you're talking about. But the thing is, it was doing great, and then there was a strike, and the strike happened, and they went. To they finally did show the last few episodes or whatever, but then they didn't bring them back for like 
eight months or something. Yeah. It, it killed it. Um, Heroes, their second season, which that show by that point was trash no, it, anyway. It was garbage. That they had first to reboot season, it. The first season of Heroes was good up until the very when end. When they brought it back, they basically rebooted yeah, it. Yeah, and they so. brought it back, and then they immediately ran into a writer's strike. And yeah. it was just like, uh, what are we doing? Anyways, again, you know what that whole – do you know what that whole strike was over? It was about it, it because at the time this was a big thing. It was about um, uh, streaming rights. Yeah. Basically, what it was is if um, if you create a, uh, created a television show, okay, and you're getting you know royalties on this, you know that kind of stuff. All of the major the um, they were asking for the writers were asking for. I think it was one cent or some, or, or maybe like a 1% or something. It was some little like, it was almost nothing yeah. on streaming. The networks were saying, no, there's, there's no money in streaming. Like there's no, you know, this is before what we know of streaming now, right before it, but yeah. it was before. And like they argued up and down, up and down, and up and down. Here's what happened on the day before the strike happened, like when, when they were still in negotiations. The head of the writers union came in and played a video for everybody in the room from earlier that year at the upfronts. The head of ABC standing up and giving giving a, um, a a lecture about how streaming was the future of television, the future of media, and how there was no limit to how much money could be made off of the off of streaming. Um, at once, you know, all kind of stuff. But then they were going. They went back to the writers when they were negotiating these, these new royalty rates and saying, "Oh, there's no money in streaming. There's no money in streaming. No, we can't. We can't quantify that whatsoever." Yeah. <laughs> Basically, played that tape, turned around, and said, "We're going on strike tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's the head of the networks. It's mm-hmm. the head of the movie theater or the movie mm-hmm. um, production houses. Right. It, it's the music publishing. Um, it's a you know, it's a record companies. I mean, I just read an article not long ago. Um, Chevelle's got a new album out. Yes, and there was a, so good. Oh, and they did like a space uh, sci fi theme on this album. Okay, and it's really nice. Good. Um, and they're talking about they interviewed them. And they're talking about how they've made no money off of any of the albums that they put out. Right. And the record company, uh, I think it's Epic Records, is trying to get them to re-sign. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, sure. Why would we do that? Yeah. Why, why, I, know. Why, I know. Why would we do that? We've made no money off of our own product. Right. You own everything. Well, we've we've touched on this a few and times Chevelle may not be doing, you know, if they can't work something out or do their own label, they may be breaking up. Well, you know, here's, here's the thing is that if you're an established band or an artist... If you if you have a fan base and have had one and have established like we know that this many people are going to buy our new album, give or take, yeah, you know, you don't need a record label any longer. Actually, I've got an example mm-hmm. um, to prove that you don't need a record label. Period. Well, there are always examples. Uh, what's it, uh, there's there's a little country. Well, I say little. There's a dude in Cheatham County, right, who does the the country rap thing. Mm-hmm. And has been killing it for as long as I can tell. Okay. Named Upchurch. Okay. Uh, he's still local as all get out, has no record label. And right. when the record labels come sniffing, he's like, screw you guys. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's one of those things that, especially in 2021, with the internet. Yeah. 
you know, with, with all that. So now, granted, it is one of those things that, especially in the traditional sense of the record company of, you know, getting um, exposure on some of the larger radio stations or, yeah. you know, used to be MTV. Of course, that doesn't matter anymore, you know, or, or publicate, you know, something published yeah. in Billboard magazine, which you can actually buy. Kind of like with the whole Rolling Stone thing, you know, you start looking into how much it costs to, to, to buy an ad in Billboard that's going to, but again, that's only industry stuff, you know, but of course that's how you kind of get on radio stations and this and that. Yeah. Okay, so a, a major label can help you with all of that stuff. The problem is, is that you are selling your soul to a lot of bad deities. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a Clarksdale deal all over again. Uh, well, it's not even that. It's like, you know, if you look at the at the record industry, the way that it has been run since the beginning, and you took the label record industry, your, your music business off of it, yeah. and put, oh, I don't know, um, steel or um, automotive industry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. People would have gone to jail by now. The way that it's run, yeah, uh, of, of of you know people not getting paid, and I mean just on and on and on, and like the people, I mean just it would have been one of those things. There would have been senator, there would have been, you know, Senate subcommittees and congressional hearings, and you know they would have busted it up and this and that, like I said. But but for some reason, because it's music, then they're allowed to yeah. basically, you know, it is one of those things. You know, there was a lawsuit in the early 2000s. It was 05, 06, 07, somewhere around there in that, that mid mid part of the early 2000s. So I know that's a lot of words to say for <laughs> <laughs> the mid part of the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> to um, It kind of feels like that those decades are kind of that vague it's such, anyway. It's such that, that – we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll come to, to that in a minute, okay? It is, is one of those things where you look at it. There was a huge – because – the government did get involved and there was a lawsuit. There was a class action lawsuit against all of the record labels for price fixing when it comes to CDs, which is something that we've, we've touched on here before Yeah. in the early nineties, the record industry discovered, Hey, we don't have to release singles like actual, like singles any longer, you know, like little four, like 45s or cassette yeah. singles, or you would every once in a while find, you know, like a CD single. I, I had a several, and it was usually kind of cool. Cause they would usually have, you know, B B sides just stuff that's maybe not only albums, that kind of stuff, yeah. but they were really hard to find. They didn't push them. They were saying, why sell a single for two or three bucks when we can just force everybody to buy the CD for $17. You know, even if they only want just that one song, no, you have to give us seventeen dollars. Yeah, in order to get this, and the entire industry colluded together to to, yeah. to do that. And there was a class action lawsuit that you know that wound up. Of course, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, there was a class action well, lawsuit. They didn't lose anything. I, I mean, mean, it was the record industry is constantly has all I know. from the from the very beginning was always getting sued over something. Whether it was payola, or right. whether it was right. the collusion, or right. you know, or you know, this or that, any number of things. Yeah. I mean, you know, and in the whole thing now, you know, we're seeing again switching media here, but it's still the same thing. Now, what we've seen in the last year with the you know with all the movie theaters closing down, yeah, 
and stuff is going to, you know, all these, like these big companies have their own streaming. You know, Disney has their own streaming. Yep. Warner Brothers has their own streaming now. You know, uh, Paramount, Paramount, just put, uh, you know, Paramount has their own. You know, I mean, it's like you, you start going down the line. It's like, yeah, you know what's going to end up happening? It's going to be like it was in the early days where instead of, but instead of, because there used to be theaters owned by the studios. Yeah. And they would only show, like MGM would own like a certain chain of theaters and they would only show their MGM. Like that's yeah. the only place you would see the MGM stuff. And the, the U S government came out and said, no, you can't do that because yeah. that's, you know, Although that's the a monopoly. Guy, the guy who owns iHeartRadio radio is trying to do that with music venues right now. Well, they've, but that's iHeartRadio used to be clear channel and clear channel has been trying to do that for almost 20 years. Yeah. You know, they did, they used to have their own venues. They would have, you know, clear yeah. channel, you know, amphitheater or whatever. They put their name on that kind of stuff. They were trying to buy them. Again, Clear Channel, they were starting they were trying to open their own they were trying to start their own record label. Yeah. And they got stopped because somebody said, No, 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 no. That's a monopoly if you start doing that. Because then it's like, well, we only have to play our we only have to play our artist, you know. Well uh, like it's not a monopoly anymore. But iHeartRadio rebranded into you know, or Clear Channel yeah. rebranded into iHeartRadio at some point. And so they're doing the same thing. Now with these streaming things, instead of owning their own Movie theaters, they have their own streaming. They have channel. their own streaming channels. So it's one so of those. So now things. we're paying for CBS Online or mm-hmm. CBS Access. Yeah, we're paying for Paramount Plus, which is NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's ABC? So no, actually, just Peacock AB- is NBC. So. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Um, actually, Peacock is NBC and WWE now. Yeah. Um, which I actually have a subscription to them. So <laughs> WrestleMania was not long ago, oh, and like I did the like the five, I did like the seven day trial, yeah, to to be able to see it, and yeah, then yeah, I, then I'm like, oh, okay, well I'm paying for this now, or at least I'm paying for a month of it, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is again, it's one of those things. I've found stuff on their streaming service that hasn't been available on other streaming because again, it's. Yeah. Well, Disney learned a lesson with the Man- uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, right? Because they came out, released the Mandalorian. Everybody watched the Mandalorian, and it canceled their subscriptions, right? So now, you know, they've just released Wandavision. Mm-hmm. About a week after Wandavision ended, in, ended two weeks after two yeah. weeks after you've got, you got Falcon, Falcon and the, and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Well, about two weeks after that ends, it's going to be Loki. It's going to be a little longer than that because there's only six episodes of of Vision or of. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier, and Loki's not premiering until June first. Um, well, they kind of screwed up then. Yeah, there's a but, little bit but, of time, but, but here's the thing: it's just enough time right. that people are going. Well, I can't cancel because this is coming right. on. Next. And then after that, this year, I know you're not a real big fan of it, but then what if comes on in the fall after uh, Loki? And I'm looking forward to that because I because I'm interested. First off, it, it's animated. And it's like, okay, cool. This is going to, yeah. we're going to get to see the watcher and we're going to get to see, you know, like all these what ifs and stuff. I was like, it'll be fun. You know, it's, it, and, I'm sure it's going more towards the kids, but, you and know. And really what I'm waiting for is the next season of Mandalorian and the Boba Fett series that's coming yes, out. Yes. Of course, you know, they've, they've announced several other things as well yeah. now. You know, and I'm really liking, I like the way that WandaVision advanced those characters yes as well as introduced us to some others you yes. know with monica rambo or the adult version of monica rambo and um what is her i can never remember Lightspeed. that's the that was the name of her yeah. character um <clears throat> and then um also introduced us to um uh, agatha harkness Yes, you know, which I hope they come back and do something more with her later. Um, and and if they bring her son into it, yeah, really, yeah, be yeah you get into, yeah, yeah, you get into, yeah, and then of course now we're into 
the Winter Soldier, yeah. uh, and you know, and it's a you know, we've been introduced to uh, to John, um, um, to Walker. U.S. agent, to John, it's U.S. agent, it's John what, Walker, yes, John yeah. Walker, and we're starting to see a larger, some other stuff. They in the second episode they went to Madripoor, yeah. You know what Madripoor? Yes, Wolverine. Yes, I mean, that's the whole. That was like where Wolverine would go to when he, you know, he was Patch. You know, and, and there were a ton of his stuff happened there. So it's like, okay, cool, we're getting this now. Yeah, oh, awesome. You know, um, there's. Hold on, let me let me look this up before I say it because as we're recording this, there's still one episode left of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about it in depth because. Um, Spoilers. Because, well, because there's still a, there's still an ep, an episode left, you know. So it's one of those we yeah. don't want to talk about it until it's all done. We'll, we'll come back and do a and talk and, and to, to quote somebody else. We'll circle back around to that. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but in this last episode, okay, it's not her. Um, they introduced a character. I thought I thought it was Val Cooper, but it's not. Which, if it had been Val Cooper, well, she she looked. She said, "You can call me Val, but yeah. don't call me Val." But her, but it's not. She's not Val Cooper. It's, it, She's got an, another name. If it, if okay. it had been Val Cooper, though, that's what I first thing I was like, "Are they introducing her?" Because that's X Factor. Yeah. She was the government liaison to X Factor, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's like, okay, yeah. if they're really going to build this out and start bringing, because they've already talked about they're going to reboot. The X Men, you know. Did you watch New Born, uh, New Mutants? Not yet. Oh, okay. Not oh, yet. I want to talk about it, man. Sorry, I really, I really enjoyed that movie. That I've, movie. I've, I've got um, HBO Max, Max yeah. for like two more months. Yeah, and they, you they also ran, did, and you also didn't watch Godzilla versus Kong. Not yet. So it's <laughs> but in my defense, I'm into semester in thrash. I got it. I got where you. we are event heavy right now, and most of it is virtual. Um, we spent I gotcha. several days actually recording uh, the virtual graduation that's nice. going to be aired nice. in May. So, uh, so yeah, it's one of those things that we're starting to see through that yes. they're building the world through the Mandalorian. They're built. They've built. The oh world yeah, a, a lot. Like they've really okay. built the world to tie there. in that Marvel yeah. and Mandalorian thing. Have you seen um, everybody clamoring to get the guy that plays Bucky to step in and play young Luke Skywalker? Sebastian Stan. Yes, I could see it. The facial. I could see it, and I've yeah. actually seen some face by face. Face. Um, I could see it side I mean, by sides. It's got to be better than what we got at that last episode of the Mandalorian. I think he could do it. It wasn't. Well, I'm talking about that because we've seen that in a couple. Yeah, I mean, in a I mean, couple we've of. Got, we've gotten the CGI version. I mean, we we know we saw that. We saw that in um, yeah. um, Rogue Rogue One. You know, yes. with uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Um, yeah, with the CGI, right, overlay. and then also. Um, um, Grand Marv talk, talking with yes. uh, Peter Cushing. You know, they did the which, same which thing. They did that not, one looked bad, man. They did not manage the, the pro- Uncanny Valley The biggest with that problem one. they did with that, you know, the whole thing with Princess Leia, we saw her for like that long. Yeah. Okay, you can get away with that. They had Grand Moff Tarkin on the screen oh, no. way too much. If they had, well, if they had shown him a couple times in, in like passing, I don't think they had like a true it. layover. I think yeah, that was pure CGI, was. though. I don't know. It's uh, with, at least with Carrie Fisher's daughter, right. it was a CGI overlay, and I think they probably had some of. I think they probably had the opacity down over the eyes a little bit, so it kind of right. it almost managed the uncanny right. valley with that. Well, you know, it was with, one of those with things. With Grand Moff Tarkin, there was you no, you, there was straight up there. I know, and it's like uncanny it's, valley. 
literally not right there all yet. down through yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've got I the know. creeps. I know, I know. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to what Disney is going to do now. I've told you this before, and all our listeners know, I do not subscribe to Disney Plus any longer. I took a a moral stance about giving them money. Now, that saying that, that doesn't mean that I won't go to the theaters and see something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his moral stances moral are stances, built on uh, rubber know, bands. You know, but it is one of those things where it's like, well, again, here's the thing. It's not rubber bands. I'm helping out a local business when I do that because I'm going to the theater and I'm making, I'm giving them money for. It's not exactly a local a, a, business. Well, I Thank know, you very much. It's, it's either Regal or it's AMC. It'll be and Regal. All of that money It'll be is, Regal. Getting pumped right back to California. Not all of, well, all the movie money is, yes, but all the money that I spend on, and I will, I'll go in and buy a popcorn and a Coke every time. I know that they get 100% of that. So it is one of those things. I, as much as I have enjoyed this whole being able to sit at home and watch, like when Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. was released a couple of weeks ago, I enjoyed that like you wouldn't believe sitting in front of my own television watching that. Yeah. Because, hey, I don't have to deal with other people's crap. Exactly. You know? Now, if and that money- continues, that's awesome. The problem is, is that, well, not the problem. The other side of that is that I do enjoy going to the theater for certain things. I, I'm I, the, am, I, was, I was the same right. way. I am very much the, like, even when I had, like, when Movie Pass was a thing. And, of course, I also had that Regal Unlimited, like, which is getting ready to, yeah. because Regal is, is reopening next week. As we're recording, that is reopening next weekend. Uh, here, um, the, the 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 big one here is all of them around the area are reopening. So it's one of those things. Like, all right, cool. Movie theaters are reopening. Obviously, they're going to have some kind of. You have to wear a mask. Okay, fine. Get around that. I got around that fine last fall when they reopened. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's not hard. Uh, you're sitting in a dark theater for one thing. Okay, I, and I, if you've got a popcorn and a coke, it's like, yeah, what's the point? So I don't. Um, I I just do not. When they switched over to where it was reserve seating mm-hmm. and the new seats that they put I in. I like reserve seating. To where though. you can just, you know, basically lay down in the theater. Right. Those chairs are not comfortable to me. See, I like that. The the, the, the I, I I usually will kick back a little. I'm not a, let's recline all the way. That's just dumb, okay? Yeah. Uh, unless you're like right down front, I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's re- let's recline this thing back to where I can actually see the screen because yeah. if you've never been stuck on the front row of a movie theater, then you don't know what hell is. Okay. It's <laughs> in fact, that's what hell is going to be. It is. It's, it's going to be, be a one long. It's going to be your movie favorite theater. movie with bad sound, and you're stuck on the front exactly. row. Exactly. And you can't and you can't get comfortable in the chair. You know. Right. Uh, so, but it's one of those things where, like, I I like when they went when they switched to reserve seating because it is that that was always the whole the thing that would happen especially on like an opening night whenever there was like a big movie yeah. you know how many of us are there okay we need to get there early so we can get seats okay well now you can just reserve them in advance i need this many seats this you know blah 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 i know where i'm sitting you know that's uh, you don't have to worry about somebody having to go in and sit okay everybody we're going to go in and sit okay who what does everybody, what does everybody want from the concession stand and then have send in one or two people to go do it while you save seats. Yeah. And everybody goes, hey, is this seat taken? Well, is this, is, is here's this what I've run into uh-huh. a couple times on opening nights is we would have a big group. And we'd want to go and we'd try to get tickets. And we mm. couldn't get all the all seats together, together right. because the theater was blocking you from sitting all together really? in a block. They... They were what tr- is the limit on that? Like, I don't know what the limit is. I've never gone to more like, than a couple, like two or three people. It was so like a, if you had more than seven people, right? Um, they would break you up. Okay. 
they didn't want somebody to come in and, and buy, buy a, up a whole row or right. something. I get I get that too because no, because if I've got a big group and we all right. want to go see the movie together and experience but it together. What if I just have more money than I know what to do with and I don't want to deal with anybody and I just come up and buy up a whole row of things and then nobody then, now, one thing then I that's the, your prerogative because you've bought those seats. I go to the as theater. far as I'm concerned, you've bought those seats. You can do with them what you want to. I go to the movies by myself quite a bit because I'm just that's just how I that's how I used I'm to do it been. myself too. But it's one of those things where it irritates me sometimes, or it really irritates me that because um, I, I I go to the Regal because our, I would go to AMC more if we had a decent one close to here, but the one that's close to my house sucks. It's terrible. I mean, it is terrible. So, I'm I go trying to, to think where the AMC is. It's an old one song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that was not a great theater, even when it was no. a brand new Regal. And and they didn't do anything. No, Carmike. Sorry, Carmike. Yeah. But they didn't. They have done once it switched over to AMC. They have done nothing to it to yeah to make it any better. So you know we've got Opry Mills over here. It's nice, big. You know all that kind of stuff. Going in and like if if I'm looking for a seat, and there are two people like if there's a seat like say there's three seats or something like that in between two groups of people yeah. i can't buy the one in the middle i have to buy one right next to either of them yeah i hate that too that is irritating yeah that is irritating like you wouldn't believe it's like dude i don't want to sit right next to now what usually usually what happens in that situation is that i'll just go in right as the movie's starting or whatever and if there's nobody sitting in one of those other seats i'll just sit there yeah <laughs> Because it's one that says, like, hey, if somebody comes in, it's like, hey, that's my seat. All right, fine. But And it, honestly, it takes some of the spontaneity out of it for me. Because there was a lot of weekends that we would go and watch a movie. And then we'd walk out and be like, let's watch another one. And we'd just go down still and get do new that day. as long as it's not a, you know. I, I've done it. I've done it plenty of it's times. It's a pain you know? in the butt to do it. Well, I, yeah, with a large group. but Yeah, exactly. I don't go to the large groups. So it's uh, I'm not a joiner. Yeah, I never really have been, so it's <laughs> it's a whole Gen X yeah, thing. You I know, know. I'm <laughs> your only friend. Whatever. Not my only friend. I just don't do much with my friends. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, I know we kind of got off on this, but but yeah. that's the whole thing. Is it now that Disney go back to Disney again? Yeah. You know, they put Mulan out and like, hey, you can get this if you have Disney Plus, but then you also have to pay thirty dollars for it. Well, for you or I, like, no, but with you and and your wife. It's a little better, a little better. Yeah, I it's mean, a little it's still, closer. It's still a little it's closer. It's like going to, what, to the theater. Right. You're, you're paying fifteen it's, bucks a person it's, to it's watch. It's closer it. to what you now. For me, first off, I wouldn't see that. Movie, and then but, they they release it out to regular Disney Plus after a certain amount of time, right? And you don't have to pay for it exactly. So that's how exactly I and watched it with my wife. Right. We just waited for it to show up for free so in regular Disney. So you're Plus. supporting the the Chinese. Uh, the, she wanted to see it. The the CCP. Uh, you know she she wanted to see it, and <laughs> I'm I was earning brownie points at that point. Mm-hmm. So you so you're saying that you support the uh, uh, the imprisonment of Uyghur Muslims in China is what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. That was the move. That was when I when I heard when I saw yeah. what they did with that, where they they had filmed in the region and then they thanked yeah the 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 jailers basically for you know i was like i'm done with disney plus that was where i took my moral stand yeah. of whatever i'm not you know i mean it's just one of those things but yeah i got no no, no I'm, I'm not it's not that i don't agree with you because believe me i i partake of a lot of other stuff that is not <laughs> that we, we both have iphones those yeah. things are made for you know kids are paid 50 cents a day to, to work on those things so that apple can make huge products yeah. you know so i mean or huge profits so it's although uh, i'm i'm 
I have seriously given consideration to dropping smartphones yeah. altogether and going back to a I, flip phone. I have I have thought about it as and well. Now We've I'm, talked about And now this, I'm going to so. take a whole lot of crap from my sister-in-law because she I gave her crap for having flip phones for yeah. years and yeah. years and years. And now I'm thinking about maybe going back to one. Hey, I'm right there with you. I've been thinking about it for that now that I'm out of contract and everything. And I'm just like... I almost deleted Facebook the other day. Ooh. You know... The only reason I have it is because I have friends that that is the only way I can keep up with them. That has been my reason for not de- de- deleting yeah. Facebook for several years now. Although I know you're not on there that much, I have been trying. Well, I haven't. Okay, I haven't actively been trying to get kicked off of there. But I've not been pulling any punches you, here you've lately. You've kind of been actively <laughs> trying to get kicked off of there. I don't. I'm not even trying. I, yeah, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I just post stuff on there, and I end up in Facebook jail. Yeah. See, I haven't even wound up in Facebook jail that I know of. But you and I have also talked about this. You know, I have, <clears throat> you know, several hundred friends, and they're all people that I know. There's like, I, I might have one I don't person have, that I don't, I don't have, know that that well. You know, I don't have people on Facebook that I don't know. Right. I have. I can think of one person that I haven't met face to face, right? But I have talked to them enough right. over the last five years that I feel like I know them pretty right. well. Yeah, and you know the thing is that like, what's up, Fern? My friends have spread out over the years. Yeah, and they're even spreading out further. And we're know? not and talking I'm, about overeating. At this yeah, point. no, I mean like I have spread across the country. Yeah, I mean just all across the country. Facebook is a real easy way to keep up with people yeah. and see, make sure that they're still alive. You well, know? I mean, it's easy for me having gone from state to state to state right, to state to right. state. But I have noticed in the last few months that my responses on, like, especially with like our our, our project Gen X, you know, the the po- Facebook our page. Facebook page is yeah. getting. Almost no traction whatsoever. And our followers now, have dropped to nothing. Our, our, I know our followers have dropped. I had the same thing with my uh, my and bedroom that one, concerts. And that one was overnight. It yeah, was overnight. Both, of them, were, both they, of them happened when they changed the pages. Right. It was like as soon as they did it because we talked about it, as soon as they as soon as they changed the the layout of the pages the way they were doing yeah. and everything. Nothing whatsoever. I was getting on my on my bedroom concerts. Okay. Yeah. I, I legitimately like a few months ago was getting, you know, I would put one of those videos out and I would get two or 300 views on it. Yeah. You know, not huge, but I mean like just especially for something I'm not, I never like really, I just put it out there. The last one I put out. Yeah. I don't think I cracked 40. Don't I might not, that. I might not even have cracked that. And I had a couple of them that were in single digits of, of, of and to the point where I'm like, screw this, yeah. you know, I'm, this is, I don't know what's going on. Well, here. I mean, I've already gotten rid of Twitter. Twitter's yeah, been gone, gone for months. I haven't used them in forever. <laughs> I almost dropped a curse. It's like, yeah, screw Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Twitter. Um, Parlor. Parlor's I, I, done. They they killed Parlor. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, um, the only it, re- I, Our Instagram has been doing well, but I've also been doing a lot of work on yeah. that. And we're getting a lot of engagement on there. Yeah. It hasn't necessarily translated to downloads here a few of them here and there, but it's yeah. one of those things. It's a process. We haven't really done much on We there. love you guys. Thanks we for do, tuning yeah. in. We do, yeah. Thank you so much. You know, it's one of those things where it's it, also, tell tell your friends. <laughs> like um, and share. <laughs> in, Instagram. I, yeah. I kind of have that. I yeah. kind of look at that. But that's Facebook pictures. I know. Is basically I know. what that is. Um, I've found a new social media. 
That, I've got MeWe. And, and, I, I, the only reason I've got MeWe is because some of the groups that I follow um, have moved over there. Right. Um, simply because they got banned off of Facebook. And it was strictly, like, a couple of them were like churches. Huh. Um, yeah, one it of them. It doesn't surprise me. A whole one lot, of them though. was a. Um, they had the wrong politics, is what it is. Uh, so. One of them was like a firearms group that I'm part of. Completely wrong politics for, yeah. for Zuckerberg, you know? Um, but I found an, another social media. Because of another podcast. Minds. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, I listen to No Agenda podcast. No, yes. Adam Curry. Adam Curry. Which you will know from back in the MTV days. Yeah. You know, who actually... The pod father, between, as they call him now. Between him and another guy, invented podcasting much, altogether. Yeah. Um, well, what's his name? And uh, John C. Dvorak. Dvorak goes way back. Yeah. That, what's his name? Um, oh, I used to be on Tech TV. Um, yeah, with Dvorak. Uh, yeah, what's his name, though? Um I can't think of it. He just but, twit. He's at the Twit Network now. Uh, but they use a so they use a non federated social media um, platform called Mastodon, right? Where you kind of you can either rent your own server and build your own social social media network, or you can buy a server and set it up yourself. You know, downloading their software, right? And I've been following them on Mastodon using an app called. Tootle because I'm Mastodon because it's an elephant, you know, you toot instead of tweet, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. But the app I've been using is Tootle, and there's several different servers over there. But because they're non federated, you have to watch what Leo server Laporte. that's a Leo Laporte. That's what oh, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to watch what server you end up on, right? Right, or right. you can get banned off of it just as quick. So nice, yeah. I'm actually. Actually, over on Mastodon as part of the No Agenda social right. server. Yeah, so. I know you're all into the No Agenda. I, I love that show. That I think show it's is a actually, great show. It's I like No Agenda. It's a little long. For your they, taste. And, it's, and don't get me wrong, because I listen to a lot of podcasts that are two and, hours and, plus. And part of the reason they're why they're usually entertainment stuff rather than just a lot of politics. And Well, it, it's, it's not just a lot of politics. You've got, you know, you've got the news yeah. deconstruction the, news, the first part of it they do the middle they do section tech, they do all kinds of stuff the middle section is the you know because they're a value for value right uh, podcast you pay them what you feel like is worth your time and right all that. and then they they assign uh titles yeah night, knighthoods yeah. and dukes and right yeah. it's kind of i mean if you and that gets a little in the weeds for me where i'm like i don't want to listen to 45 minutes of this you know it's uh i i actually enjoy yeah. it and Actually, from what I understand, there's a couple of groups that do the No Agenda social meetups oh, here yeah. in town. I know there's one here in town. And so. I'd like to hit that at some it point. Because yeah. that would be fun. I'd like to – I would love to meet uh, Curry. Oh, yeah. Because I used to love him. Because it was one of those things – You know, he was in that second wave of, of MTV VJs. Yeah. And he was by far one of the standouts. Him and – and I think Julie Brown, not yeah. downtown Julie Brown, but Julie Brown. Yeah. Of course, you know, she was an actress and a comedian, you know, coming into that. Right. But when, you know, she got into it. Kennedy um, drove me crazy. She but was at the later. same time. I love I, Kennedy, though. She I would love drive Kennedy. me. I would, I would hate her one second and I would love her the next second. I, I tell you, I think I've told this one here before. I want to tell it again. <laughs> I remember one of the first times seeing her, like when she joined MTV and being like, I don't like her because I was like, no, I know I know this girl. 
Okay, I don't know her personally, but I know her. You okay? know the type. I know who she is. You know, and I, I really thought that she was one of the activist type. You know, that were like, yeah. peace and love and save the whales, and we got to stop the ozone layer from depleting and blah 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 blah. And then I was watching her one night, and she was like, "Oh hey, you know, uh, we're back. We got a little bit of time." And they told me that you know, uh, to, just to, to to kill time. So uh, yeah, she's like, "So I was standing in line the other day," and she starts telling the story. She's like, "I was standing in line the other day, and I saw that there was this this uh, this woman in front of me that was had his backpack." You know, there was this there was this pen that said you know like wear a condom or something she was like all right listen chick <laughs> she goes i don't need you to tell me about how to do this you know who needs to tell me this stuff a doctor not you <laughs> and i was like i like her she uh, <laughs> not what i thought she was you know yeah. and it's one of those things of course but, no, we know she's on fox news you know and she's she used to be a Republican. Now she's a libertarian. She's done like a lot of us did, where we went from the conservative into the the middle somewhere, you know. And it's just like, all right, you know, or, or just flat out looked at both parties and said, "Put the fingers up." That's what I always you're, say. You're you know, both it's detestable a, and untrustworthy. Yeah. And I, I have said that many times. You know, you look at it. It's like you got the left, you got the right, and you got me and Dave standing in the middle, giving them both a finger. So it's <laughs> I'm not giving them the finger. No, I'm standing in the middle, yeah. giving them both the finger. So it's I'm uh, just looking at them sternly and being like, "You children should." Yeah. Behave. I know, and so it's just a, but yeah, that um, Curry. Who was the other guy that came out? Curry. Was, I, I love. Um, what was the guy's name? Kevin. Everybody um, always gave hate to Curry on Headbangers Ball, and always was comparing him to Ricky Rackman. Well, Rackman came along later, though, and Rackman was, you know, he was in the scene and was he, with he, all those trash guys. He, you know, he was part. Of, he was part owner of the Cat House. Still and, is. And, yeah, and so it was one of those things that he knew all of them. Right. Like he knew all of. He was. He was in with Guns and Roses before anybody else knew who Guns N' Roses was, yeah. you know, as well as all of those bands, Motley Crue and, you know, all of Honestly, them. I think the, the thing about it is, is that Curry was doing the job and right. doing it well and had a... Well, Curry was one of those guys you could put on any time of the day. Ricky Rackman, yeah. you put him on a Saturday night for Headbangers Ball, and yeah. that was predominantly it. They would, they would wheel him out every once in a while for something, but they predominantly said, no, you're going to be our metal guy. Yeah. That you're you're in this but so Curry was always awesome, right? I'll, yeah, I always liked Adam Curry. I'm trying to think, like, uh, who else was in that second wave? What was that guy's name? Kevin. Um, oh, what was his last name? I'm just gonna say it. John Norris. Shut up. John Norris was, was Norris, in all of that. Uh, yeah, he Nor- came I in can't there. Stand that guy. I can't even remember who some of those other ones. Of course, you had downtown Julie Brown. You had yeah. Julie Brown. You had. Um, Kari <clears throat> Werger came in during that time period. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, um, that didn't remote control. Uh, Kevin. Um, oh, I can't think of his last name. I can't because remote control was one of those. A lot of people, and I've seen this on our Instagram. People like, you know, this is the reason MTV sucks now is because of remote control. No, remote control was an amazing show. <laughs> it was such a weird show, and then you, it's one of those things where again you go back, you had. <laughs> Adam Sandler, a very, very young Adam yep. Sandler was on that show. That was where most of America was introduced to Dennis Leary. Yep. <laughs> you know, it was... <laughs> yep. Uh, you had... Um, uh, what's his name? He went on to be on uh, SNL. Um, another one that went on to be on SNL. Um, um, Colin. Colin. Um, oh, come Colin on. Quinn. Yeah, Colin, Colin Quinn. Quinn. And, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, it was, again, you, you, start, you start looking down the line of, like, people yeah. that came off of this show... Yes, I understand that led to some other non-music related shows yeah. that led to the real world that led to Jersey Shore and everything else that that happened uh, 
Teen Mom and didn't MTV just like turn forty or something? They're about to. Yeah, they're going to this year uh, in August. We should celebrate August first. I know. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all the memes. Yeah, uh, most of them say fourteen, but you know, it's like, oh, it's really until ninety four. You know, um, but yeah, at the very beginning of the nineties, man, MTV, MTV is one of the big reasons that Bill Clinton got elected. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, they true. they legitimately prior to that to the that 92 the Arsenio election, Hall show. Well, Prior to the 92 election, MTV had really stayed out of politics for the most part. Yes. Tabitha Soren <laughs> and Kurt and Kurt Loder really decided, hey, MTV News needs to really get involved in this. And they had a lot to do with the Clintons because they put them, they put them on television. They put Bill Clinton yeah. on television, you know. And then everybody else had to come on there now because it was like, all right, well, Bill's getting all this. this Called equal time. Exactly, rights. you know. And it was one of those things like, yeah, who do you think the kids, you know, the, the, the teens and, and early and 20-somethings that are watching this are going to identify with? The guy that's a lot closer to their age or these two really old rich guys, you know. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, like Bill Clinton wasn't rich. Uh, well, but I'm just saying come on again you're looking at someone who was like in his 40s Hi, as opposed look at me i'm over here playing saxophone yeah, and, and doing other things and badly yeah. uh <laughs> he was not a good sax player <laughs> um but yeah it was just kind of one of those things where it was just whatever you know um mtv but then they got full of themselves and that's what really killed them well you know kind of like so many other things curry so. was talking about you know he, curry's always been into you know the tech stuff absolutely and all that. yeah um at one point MTV. Oh, I know him talking about MTV.com. MTV.com. <laughs> he owned it because he's the one who started it. I know, and, and nobody it, wanted to do anything with it. And, and they had to buy it back from me, which right. I thought was amazing. I know. <laughs> and I knew that about Adam Curry, that like he really like he was one of the first people to really look at the internet and go, hey, this is the wave of the future. Yeah. And that's when he left MTV. That's all he did. He yeah. got into you know tech and you know, and especially internet tech. And um, he's got some interesting stories. I've heard yeah. some of them. Uh, Big, there. huge Bitcoin guy. Yeah. What do you think about Bitcoin? And I'm, I'm thinking I should have even, bought it years ago. No, I'm thinking that, you know, I thought it was a joke with dog coin. Doge. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. And I'm, I'm kind of wishing I'd drop well, 100 you know, bucks in there right now. It's funny with Doge because Doge, like. <laughs> I was like, come on, this isn't serious. A year ago, Doge coin doge was worth like 0.002 cents that's what i said it was 0.002 cents and now it's at 11 cents no it's at 34 cents is it at 34 cents last i checked it was like at 34 cents you drop a thousand dollars in that and all of a sudden you've got a lot of money (laughs) yeah you do do. but you know i remember 10-ish years ago reading an article on on wired.com yeah on their you know on on their you know their on their website about how like about the death of bitcoin which i had never even heard of bitcoin at that point and i remember like reading it like oh this is kind of interesting and then all of a sudden it just it took off and it just it grew and grew, just, and, grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. I just and you saw hearing an article more and more, and more about it. So about one of the companies that was working with Bitcoin when it first started, mm-hmm. and one of the employees for the first three years only got paid in Bitcoin. Oh wow! <laughs> it evidently still has every yeah, bit of it. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a, uh, it, but you know, it is one of those things with both of those. You run the risk that yeah it could bottom out tomorrow you know i mean especially now because what bitcoin's what sixty three thousand dollars or something like that yeah some crazy so you know and, and i remember just a few months ago it was at half that yeah <laughs> like when it, when it crossed thirty thousand people were like oh my god i can't believe this and then all well, of a sudden it was just like 
bang, it exploded. It looks to me like all the markets have gone a little nuts, yeah. especially with uh, they'll like... They'll write the, themselves eventually. We've seen this before. We yeah. saw this 20 years ago with the 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 the, uh, the tech bubble, you know, the dot-com bubble, yeah. you know, where it was like, you know, all these, these dot-coms were given all this capital up front, but none of them ever produced anything. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's going to be between interesting between Bitcoin and Dogecoin and um, the little guys killing out the hedge fund guys well, over the GameStop. You're talking thing about you're and, talking about like Doge. There's one in the in the middle there. Is Elysium. Have you heard about no, this? No, I haven't even heard. Elysium about that is one. it like it's at a few hundred dollars right now or something like that. Like like a couple hundred, like at the most. Yeah. Which again, back in the fall, I think it was at like. 30 or 40 dollars or something yeah. like that and there was a lot of people who were kind of looking at at that type you know like of the cryptocurrency and saying elysium would be a good thing to get into right now because it's like the next yeah they were kind of saying it's the next bitcoin nothing's going to be bitcoin but it's no. going to be that next you know whatever and now like i said i, I think it's at like three or four hundred dollars or two or three four hundred dollars somewhere around in there yeah. it's like that's cool because again if you bought it at thirty dollars say you threw a thousand dollars in that well all of a sudden you got a lot of money you know, now again, it could crash tomorrow, you know, but it is exactly. also one of those things where you had to look at it. People you know, it's like, I lost millions. And then, no, you lost a thousand dollars is what you lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you lost was the possibility of a thousand of, of yeah, millions yeah. of dollars. You lost a thousand dollars is what it comes down well, to. <laughs> it's like the guy that had his Bitcoin on a flash drive and, and he then, couldn't remember his password. And, and he's still sitting on it. He's like, cause you only get 10. Yeah, and he's used nine of the passwords. Yeah, and he's just like, I, it's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. He's got know. one more that. try. Or people who had it on a hard drive and they got rid of it, they lost the hard drive. Yeah. And it's like, I've got millions of dollars that I can't get to. Sitting in a landfill somewhere, somewhere. more than I know. likely. I know. And and it's just like, it's one of those things where you kind of, again, laugh. It's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But man, I would hate to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. That would be the worst. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Um, Evidently, we're going to wrap this up. We are That's going to wrap this news up. We're, to me. <laughs> we're close to an hour now. We've, 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 we have, uh, we've talked because that's what we do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, uh, we've talked about all this stuff. We, if there's anything you guys want to hear, get in touch with us. Uh, you can either get us on Instagram, you can get us on our Facebook, you can uh, email us, projectgenxpod at gmail.com. Um, all that stuff, we, um, we, we pay attention. I mean, we go and check all this stuff on yeah. a regular basis. So, um, but yeah, uh, get in touch with us if there's anything you want to hear us you know, a subject. You know, you want us to talk. We've we've done. We've taken subjects from people before. Yeah. And uh, in fact, we'll we're more it. than happy to do it. Absolutely. Uh, we've got some more stuff and coming down the line uh, as far as as these shows. And I know we keep saying we might branch out into something else, but it just hasn't 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 been feasible at this point yet yet yeah i always i'm just saying yet that's it um so that's why we're not talking about it so much <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking at some options we have some we have some options to do some, and some stuff ideas but and definitely a lot of ideas so uh so, yeah but some if you guys it's gonna would, take some money yeah there's that too yeah uh and right now i'm trying to pay off some debt so it's oh, uh, you, you <laughs> yeah you've both. got even more than i do yeah. so and i um, need a new car yeah and there's that and, and yeah and and I really want a motorcycle, so it's. <laughs> I want one of those also. Um, the, yeah. the problem is, is that I, know, I need I a new car because mine is literally I rusting know, out I from know around yours, me. You've needed a new car for a while now. Yeah. Uh, so hey, there you go. Uh, maybe we can start a GoFundMe for Dave and get him a new car. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm not that type. Yeah, I don't well. I don't do the GoFundMe so I can buy something for me. Yeah, That's well, ridiculous. You start doing what I'm doing and start giving start uh, donating plasma. Do you know man. how much I hate needles? Uh-huh. Being especially being a diabetic. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I've been going a couple times a week, man, and believe me, I'm paying off some debt because of it in just a very short amount of time. So it's uh mm. hey, I'm all about the hustle. I, you know, it's oh, one I don't of those things. Hustling, I've been, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I drove for Lyft for a long, you know, for years, for about four years. Yep. I've been doing this this plasma thing now. Once Lyft finally stops being so stupid, I'll probably go back and start driving for them again, as well as maintaining my regular job. And I'm always looking for, you know, side gigs here and there and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's just who it is. I would much rather have four jobs that, you know, where I can, I can work them at my own leisure than I would to have a regular nine to five. But now, you, what are you saying? I'm just talking about me in general. Okay. I mean, that's I'm not saying anything about it. I know you got a nine to five. I get it. You yeah. know, it's uh, I'm I'm not built for a nine to five. I'll say that I'm not 100%. built for a nine to five either. I mean, it but is. Yeah, you know, got to pay the bills. I, I I fully my last nine to job nine to five job I enjoyed, but I came to the realization that I am not built for yeah. this type of stuff because. Just because I'm just not, I, I wind, I wind up turning into the type of employee that I would fire if they were working for me. You know, I mean, it just, and I'll be it honest, just I wouldn't mind getting back into like radio or television or something like that again. So you don't want to make any money, huh? <laughs> I enjoyed radio. I've thought about radio because there are still a number of stations around here, AM especially. Well, they could probably get on. I'm not going to lie. I've actually seen some serious XM job postings for oh yeah like and you could do it from home you know yeah. well you know i yeah, i think there's actually i think the metal show is actually here in nashville really one of the metal channels i know a guy that has a podcast here in the tennessee middle tennessee area that well go ahead and plug him i mean well, we i got, will but we, i'm just we got a supporter well it's it's the everyday joe podcast it's my it's my buddy travis okay um, and uh, he, I've known him for a lot of years. We play in the he he plays in my uh, fantasy football league. I know him through some other friends, and he's like, okay, so everyday he, Joe podcast, yeah, everyday so, Joe, go check him out. Hey, the podcasters only have each other, but so what let's I was support say each other. They're he's doing well because down where he's he's in the southern like southern part of, of central Tennessee of Middle Tennessee. They they've got a weekly radio show that they do. Nice. With that. Yeah, they got on one of the local you know the local stations down there, and it's like that's cool. You know that would be yeah. awesome to to turn this into something like that. I'd really have to watch my language then. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, you would. But yeah, so it's uh, it'd be nice being there, able to play music. There are without other, have taken a chance on the there copyright are stuff. Other podcasts that I have followed in the past that are not local who have gone on to be on the radio as well. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just I'm kind of like, yeah, that would, uh, especially because I'm in a, one of a Facebook group that's like, there's a radio station here in Nashville. It's been around forever. It's WKDF. That used to be a rock station. It used to be a powerhouse rock station in the it southeast. Hundred thousand watt burner. I know. And then April first. April first, nineteen ninety nine is the day that will live in infamy here in Nashville because all of a sudden people turned the radios on and it was a country music station because we needed another country music station. And just completely killed a a legendary rock, rock station. station, and there's and so there's still people who are just like, now screw those guys, you know. This I'm is, one of them. I know I'm right there with you. So I mean, it's a, uh, um, but yeah. So it's kind of fun, like seeing a lot of the posts and stuff that they have. Matter of fact, I've got a, I think you were there, uh, that band that went, when we first met when I was playing with Tony. Yeah, uh, we went to one of their 
the the morning it was the freaking brothers that was the morning yeah host and they used to do what they called the home invasions and they would go and they would they would broadcast live from different people's homes yeah and, and they it, i think you guys were one of the bands that we played, played because yeah. it was the it was the friday morning of woodstock 94 yeah that's started. right that's and right so they called it livestock and yeah. they had like all these local bands played and we got on the air like and everybody we're was actually playing. on the air playing as they were coming in to like you know, coming in from a, or going out from a segment yeah. you know so it's like i have a cassette tape recording of that <laughs> recorded off of the radio somewhere that i need to find you I think know you guys were doing like a steppenwolf cover or something no we were you? doing an original were you yeah that was uh we were well it wasn't one of our better songs but we were doing one of their songs you know because it was one of those things they were getting ready to come back in i actually they were coming back from commercial and i remember the duke being like play something play something like you know whatever and like oh, oh okay yeah. and so we just started playing you know and and like they were doing kind of a little before they went into uh an, an, another song you know yeah but it was still it was like hey we were on kdf for like 20 seconds you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but also i, there. But I think, also, I think like, you tony, had me helping carry yeah but also like tony something. got interviewed by those guys so i've got well, all it, that stuff on tape the reason somewhere. he was getting interviews because he was in the middle of that lawsuit against the, against local, the high school local high school that kicked him off the football team because he wouldn't cut his hair yeah and which was dumb and um what? So yeah, it was it was one of those things again, what, which was hysterical because the guy who kicked him off the team was actually married to one of the local radio right, personalities right. on the on the other others, rock other, station, other rock station, yeah. the classic rock station, and I think that there, I, as yeah. I remember, there was some back and forth uh, because KDF took up Tony's yeah. cause, and it was kind of one of those like. And they were calling her out. Oh yeah, and big time. And and she had to kind of defend her husband. Yeah. And it was like, all right, this is pretty awesome. We got feuding rock stations yeah. here. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that's that's there, there's just a little more Nashville uh, radio lore. You know? <laughs> um, the, the, we could go into some other ones because I, I remember some stuff that happened late nights on a couple of stations that you know from where I was. The late night lunatics on Y one oh seven. I was listening the night they got taken off the air. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I missed that. Oh yeah. Uh but yeah, it was uh there was there's a whole lot of that I, stuff. I actually know. miss uh Kicks ninety eight or Kicks ninety six. You don't 96 remember Kicks. Yeah, ninety six kicks. kicks. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. That was a good radio. I station. do remember ninety six ninety six Kiss is what it was. It was ninety six Kiss. Oh, it was Kicks, it's K I X. No, it was Kicks one oh four. That's that's what it that's was. What it yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Kicks one hundred and four, and then there was ninety six Kiss. Yeah, was a, um, and there's been Thunder ninety four. I miss oh, Thunder ninety four like you wouldn't believe. No, I, I need to get Miriam. I need I need to I need to get Miriam on one of these shows and yeah. ask her about, especially the last day of I'm gonna of Thunder ninety four because they went out with a bang. If that's the case, <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy that other board so that we yeah, can do yeah, Skype. We'll we'll figure out something. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Uh, again, links in the uh, in the show in notes. the show notes. You know, for our Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And we thank you so much for listening. Uh, what do you want to go out with? Put you on the mm. spot, on the spot, on the spot, on the spot. Let's play some of that new Chevelle. New Chevelle? Okay. New Chevelle. I'll have, to, I'll have to find it. But uh, All right, we'll go out with some new Chevelle. Guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And we'll see you next time. See ya! See ya!